Welcome to the Chirpin' Birds podcast. We are back uh, doing another midweek pod. Eagles defeat the Indianapolis Colts 17-16, move to 9-1, sit atop the NFC East as well as the NFC. And uh, we'll preview the Packers game. We'll do, we got another two for one this Thanksgiving week. Um, before we get started, fresh back from the Big Easy, Mike, how you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah, we had a nice little trip this past weekend. Uh, fun city if you haven't been there. I know that we enjoyed it. But also very happy the Eagles eke out a win on Sunday against the Colts. Now, were you uh, going around the city on football Sunday? Because the Saints were home uh, against the Rams. Yeah, we were around the city. Did see a lot of people in their Rams gear um, on game day, but also outside of game day. Uh, I'd say very similar to Philadelphia. It seems like the the city is like diehard for their football team. So a lot of spirit in the city on Sunday. And unfortunately, the Saints do win. And Matt Stafford has another concussion. Right. Uh, and I, I think I saw that he's uh, not playing against the Chiefs this weekend. So that'll be not a very interesting game. Um, but yeah, when, when I was in New Orleans, it was for Mardi Gras. So it was March. Uh, so it's obviously post football season. So I didn't notice uh, there was definitely like Saints stuff going on. But I feel like um, in Philly, by that point, it's kind of like you know spring the 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 middle of spring training like getting ready for the philly season football's over uh but also i guess there's uh potential seeding implications for the flyers and sixers so busy busy time but not for football uh that time of year so i i didn't notice as as many saints things when i was there but that was also uh eight years ago i believe i was surprised to see the amount of Rams fans as I did and I like now that I think about it, I guess it kind of clicks as like I don't think Philadelphia is as much of a destination at least for uh, fans of opposing teams as the Saints and New, New Orleans so like they probably get like they see a they probably see a large contingent of every opposing team because that's like yeah we're gonna go down to uh, New Orleans and make a trip out of it so even during a bad season, like uh, Rams really traveled well. Yeah. Any any trip highlights? Cafe du Mont. <laughs> we did do that. We we had uh, we we did beignets in the last day. We also had them on Sunday. So back to back days of beignets. A uh, lot of uh, Cajun food. Um, had a nice, uh, I'd say like my favorite meal in retrospect probably was a chicken andouille plate. We got at this gumbo shop, very tasty, came with the bread, delicious lunch. Um, we went to the World War II Museum. That was really well done. I thought it's, they, if you're down there, you always see that as like the number one attraction. So we, we checked it out. It was definitely worth a visit. Went to a jazz bar, so we went to Bourbon Street very briefly because it was yeah. a, a rowdy crowd, but 
really fun place if you haven't been there. We kind of got uh, saddled with some bad weather. It's a little cold, a little rainy, but definitely recommend the trip if you haven't done it yet. Yeah, when I was there, I noticed how every like every bar restaurant had live music. Like it was a big live music town, which I thought was really cool. Um, yeah, so let, let's get into the Eagles uh, a bit. We should probably talk a little football uh, on this podcast. Uh, they squeak out a a win um, on a fourth quarter uh, comeback down, uh, I believe, 10 points entering the fourth quarter. So Jalen Hurts' first uh, fourth quarter comeback, and and they did drive down at the end of the game to, to win, and uh, I believe they called a hundred run plays in a row to, to do it. Uh, so v- very interesting that, um, uh, you know, they, the, the, the run game ended up winning them the game, but, uh, you know, uh, electing not to pass, especially with the uh, time running down. Um, they, they did get the one PI on Miles Sanders, which was, the correct call he was tackled uh i'm not sure uh, on all the replays you didn't even see the ball in the, right. in the frame <laughs> uh so you know as far as like catchable ball i think that the contact was far too egregious to uh you know not not throw the flag there and that that definitely helped them i think that was like a 39 or 49 yard uh play um and then obviously they run it in so you know, uh, Colts have a solid defense, um, and they're uh, they were four, five, and one when they came in. Uh, obviously, the Eagles lost to a, a what was then a five and five team in in Washington. So it, it's uh, most of the league right now is kind of in that six and four, four and six like realm. Like there's a lot of middle, uh, mediocre or you know, middle of the middle of the road type teams this year. There aren't too many horrible teams and there aren't too many really good teams. So uh, they, and they have a solid defense. So uh, it was, it was nice to see Jalen go down the field, win the game. Really nice for Nick Sirianni, which uh, I, uh, you know, you, you saw the post game, very, very emotional about the win. Mm-hmm. Um you know, said said that one was for Frank Reich to the uh, Colts and Eagles fans there very loudly. A very interesting move um, by Nick, but uh, that that's why we we love Nick. Uh, always always an emotional guy. Um, but but the the game started as as last week ended, which was uh, Jonathan Taylor running down the field for for a touchdown and. Uh, credit to the defense making adjustments and credit to Howie for signing Linval Joseph and Nadamakong Suv to uh, clog up the middle. And uh, they were an immediate impact. Linval Joseph, I believe, started the game, played the first defensive snap, and uh, they they did what they were were assigned to do. The question is, is how long can they do it? But uh, that that was a big positive in a, in a game that was full of uh question marks and uh you know the the offense really struggled all game but uh Linval Joseph and and Adamakong Sue are are going to be big pieces for this team moving forward um 
what what were your thoughts on on the game overall like what 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 were some of your takeaways yeah it's overall you you it doesn't really instill much confidence like this was a game that they should have you know never really been trailing for as long as they were or even winning by so few a single point um so like kind of put aside like yes you take everyone you can get in the nfl no win is guaranteed putting all that stuff aside like you're glad that um the offense can come together for one very important drive um even the uh the play that they scored a touchdown on like a lot of credit for that game for that uh the play call there uh, I believe it was Yannick Ngakwe was asked about that. And he was said that, like, you know, it wasn't something that they've seen on tape before because whenever they do a QB draw, it is out of empty. But in this play, uh, I believe it was Miles was there. So they're like, oh, like this is a pass play. They're going to go spread. Or, you know, once it's not in Miles' hand, it's a pass play. So that's why, like, if, if you're like, man, what the hell were they doing? Like, there's nobody in front of Jalen. Was because they haven't seen that on tape yet. So, very Dan Orlowski actually had a really good breakdown of that uh, that last play, where um, you you look at there. There's a safety high to the right and a linebacker on the left, mm-hmm. and there were um, I think it was Devonte Smith out to the right and Jack Stoll out to the left, and they both ran sort of. Uh, slants slant out routes and uh after the snap you see Jalen look left and the linebacker trails to Jack Stoll and he looks right and the the safety trails towards Devante and the middle just opens up uh for, for him to uh to just run it run it right in but it uh it's really interesting those breakdowns i i really enjoy watching because you you can see what the quarterback looks for um in in slow motion obviously in real time it's unless mm-hmm. you're a big x's and o's guy which um I, i'm not yeah neither, uh, neither of us here <laughs> uh it, it's cool it's cool to see and you know what's the first read and and all those those kind of things but uh and and in in the breakdown he was saying that they ran that play like three times that game so and and they run it a lot in practice so Jalen was very comfortable running that play and that was the play that won the game so you know practice makes perfect uh which is spits in the face of uh a couple of weeks ago I think maybe the Steelers or 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 maybe it was the first commanders game where uh there was a touchdown to Devontae Smith uh fade route back back pylon ish type play in the end zone and they said that Jalen just called it in the huddle they didn't practice it at all so you know uh week to week it's a week to week league and uh some some plays win you the game uh improvised and some win uh uh on, on bread and butter plays like that but uh re- really cool breakdown if um if if anyone wants to take a look at that yeah so obviously like a, a very uh very important like like you mentioned with Hertz, like even so like last week against Washington he had a chance he and the offense had a chance to like put together kind of a you know drive that you haven't really done before and that was a three and out 
then this week they ultimately pull it off, and it is on the back of a lot of running plays. Uh, that one PI play that ate up a big chunk of the yardage. So, like, that's all good. I'm having trouble finding a lot more than that, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Like, to only put up 17 points. I know, like, the Colts are a good run defense team, but, like, if this team has Super Bowl aspirations, like, you're going to need to do much more than that. And it's, I think, like, if you see that in one game, like, all right, it's kind of a, yeah, you can kind of flush that. Maybe that's, um, you know, an outlier. But coming off the Washington game and even the Texans game, which I'm not saying they, they couldn't move the ball that game, but it's kind of it's a third game in a group. Uh, yeah, it's a third game of a few games in which they're just kind of like they're doing enough to like scrape by, but they're not really doing enough to convince you that they are like the best, like their record is real. And I'm not saying that the record isn't real, but I would be, I would be more uh, encouraged if they're winning in more commanding fashion. And, you know, again, glad they won, but I would like to see something a bit more uh, convincing. How about you? Yeah, I I think it's, it's very concerning. And, uh, you know, they, they start off hot blowing teams out. Um, even the Jacksonville game, they were down 14. They, they still ran away with it. You, you didn't feel like they were going to lose that game at all. Uh, the Texans game was the first game where they're not in, in complete sync with, with each other on both sides of the ball. Um, outside, I guess the Detroit game, but that, that was week one. Uh, so that's three games in a row where they're uh, not not playing up to the level that they started the year playing at. And uh, you, you see weeks like uh, or games like uh, the Dallas game where they beat Minnesota 40 to three. I I don't know that Dallas, you know, Dallas is, hasn't been at least with with Dak. Um, and and Jason Garrett and now Mike McCarthy, like they they they've never been a consistent team, really. I think there was one year they were 13 and three, um, and and still lost in the first uh round or their first playoff game. I forget if they, they were they had a buy or they were buys then. Um so I don't know that that will will last, but you you look at that game and they're scoring touchdowns on the ground in the air. Uh, their their defense is holding the Vikings to three points, um, and and, uh, and you know zero in the second half. It's it's uh, it's it's kind of uh, concerning. And and you have San Francisco blowing out Arizona, and I, I don't know that Arizona is is any good. They're four and seven now. Um, you you have uh you know the the vikings were sort of like the the giants in a way of better than their record sh- shows uh, or worse than their record shows the record's better than the team is uh, is the point um but you know that was a dominating win on, on the road and and the vikings didn't come to play they just beaten the bills in overtime in an exciting game so 
I chalk some of the Eagles lulls up to it's hard to get up every single game every week uh, when when you're, you know, this good. Uh, sometimes games are are, you know, tougher to uh, get up for when you're rolling for so long. It's kind of easy to take your foot off the gas. Um, and and I think that you turn to Sunday night primetime game against the Packers who are uh, having a bad year, but still have Aaron Rodgers. And, and they're sort of on the up. They, they beat the Cowboys in overtime. Uh, I forget what they did this past week. I think they lost. Yeah, they lost. Um, uh, so it's Titans. like to the Titans, yeah, which are they're a good team. Um, I, I think that this this game will uh, will really uh, show if they're not as good as as we thought. Um, I still think that they're very good and they're in a great spot to get the one seed. Um, but I'm sort of reframing how I, how I view them. Uh, I think that, you know, part of that is they, they lose to a 500 team and almost lose to another about 500 team. These 500 teams are not that much, that far behind the Eagles. They're definitely far behind the Eagles, but they're not as far as, uh, you would you would think with with how dominating the Eagles were earlier in the year. So I think this game was concerning. Um, I thought the play calling was bad. Like I thought Nick Nick Sirianni and Steichen were not very good today, or not today, but Sunday. Um, today's Wednesday. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. On Thanksgiving Eve, we're, we're recording, by the way. Uh, so, you know, there, there's one drive where they, they had a big stop and they ran the ball three times and didn't get a first down. I had to punt like so the, there wasn't variety. Uh, you know, AJ Brown wasn't really involved that much. Uh, he, he did have a really bad fumble after the Eagle, the, the Eagles forced to fumble on Jonathan Taylor on a play where was basically 11 guys shoving each other they didn't blow the whistle and the ball came out and um that was a very fortunate play for the eagles and then two plays later aj brown gets uh hit up high and tries to stiff arm the other guy coming uh at him as he's being hit and that guy doesn't try to hit him he tries to punch the ball out which which he did and then there's five or six blue jerseys around the ball and just Devonte Smith, uh, uh, in the area. So, um, not, a, not a great fumble, uh, not at all. Like the Goddard fumble, like there, there's no penalty that, that caused it. Um, you know, that, that was unfortunate and, and to the Eagles credit, they bounced back and won the game. But I think that this game sort of reconfigures how, far ahead the Eagles feel to other teams in the NFC. Um, and, and I think that's concerning because you, it makes the, the first round by that much more important. Um, and it, it sort of makes you reevaluate your expectations for this team. Like uh, whether or not a playoff win is a successful season 
um, if if just getting the one seed, ensuring them a second round appearance is is enough, or if you you need a, a Super Bowl appearance, um, I think you know you you get the one seed, a, a, a playoff win gets you in the NFC Championship game, and I think that that would be an exciting uh, outcome this season, regardless of of how that game plays out. But it makes you more nervous playing. Uh, you know, if, if, if the Niners win that division, then, uh, you probably wouldn't play them in the, in the first round, but like, you'd be playing the, the Cowboys or, or Tampa or Tampa is probably going to win that division, but, or, or the Giants, like, uh, there, there, there's teams that you are now more nervous about playing because of the way the Eagles have been playing these last four weeks. Uh, that that's kind of where I'm at. I think that if they dominate the Packers, um, that will be uh, very encouraging. I think if you beat the Packers and the Titans, it's a different conversation whether or not if it's a, a, a dominating performance or not. But, you know, it's one week at a time. And I think that they have a really good opportunity at home prime time to make a make a statement game and, and come back but too many times these last couple of games the offensive line wasn't playing well the running game wasn't getting going the play calling was questionable uh the the run defense seems to be uh under control now like I, I have no real qualms with the with the defense um outside of that first touchdown you know they they gave up 16 points so outside of that first touchdown it's three field goals they gave up um pretty, yeah pretty good I, by the defense yeah i was i was very encouraged by uh the defensive effort specifically the defensive line um Hassan reddick gets a very big sack as the colts are like knocking on the knocking on the end zone they keep him to three um last drive of the game after the eagles take the lead brandon graham gets to matt ryan a very big sack after his um, mistake last week with Heineke. And then going back to um, Dominican Sue and Linval Joseph, like it's pretty crazy how quick they were able to turn around and just get tossed in there. Like you mentioned, Linval was playing something like 22 snaps. And I think uh, Sue, not nearly as much, but uh, they both split a sack. Joseph stuffed the run a good amount of times. So he, he, I think, uh, really, really good signings. I don't, it's kind of funny. Cause it's like, yeah, it's a good signing, but I feel like if you told any fan, like what, uh, what defensive tackle do you want? You're just like the first name on the list is him. Like as far as, uh, free agents available. So, I mean, I, I we should mention that Marlon Tui Peloto, he, he's on the IR. Um, he had a good game against the commanders, but, uh, he, he tore his meniscus. Not sure if he's out for the season, obviously, uh, that injury and Jordan Davis prompted them to, uh, call up Joseph and saw, I didn't think it was interesting that like both those guys are kind of waiting for a contender to like put on their pads again. So clearly they have the Eagles. <laughs> Again, it's also not like a tough job to find which team you want to sign with. Uh, 
you know, the, the hole there is obvious and also their record shows that they're a contender. So I'm excited by uh, this line, even if it's getting a little old. But once uh, once Davis gets back, knock on wood, hoping that he is, he is uh, expected to return this year. Not sure about uh, Marlin, but they needed reinforcements. They got them, and I'm expecting better things to come. These guys were, um, you know, they didn't have a camp. They weren't practicing with a team. I'm sure they were, like, practicing on their own, but it's different when you're in like the facility with coaching. So uh, they're, they're a little old, but they're also like savvy vets and go, going back to the 2017 roster, you, there's no shortage of those guys when it comes to making a run. So excited by those signings and the first week here, they're already paying dividends. So it, yeah, was, and nice, it was nice to see the defense bounce back because they really needed it. The beauty of uh their age is you sign them with uh, eight games left. So you only need them for, you don't even need them for a full season, you know, eight, eight games plus uh, hopefully a couple playoff games. And, you know, they're not, they're not even playing a, they're playing a little more than half a half a regular season. Yeah. Especially after uh, the Fletcher Cox quote about like him feeling really bad. After. He was gas, yeah. Yeah. So. I'm hoping that everybody is feeling a little bit more refreshed across the defensive line because that is a unit that they will need to lean on heavily um, coming down the stretch here. So, way to yeah, go, Howie. And another um, piece of note is with Dallas Goddard on the IR, uh, the tight ends need to step up, and and they really did not early in the game. Three penalties. Uh, they had a first and 35 at one point, which they ended up getting about 20, 29 to 32 or so yards uh, to almost get the first down. But, uh, you know, they're going backwards because uh, of penalties. They they weren't really uh, part of the passing game at all. There wasn't a, a ton of a passing game. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we, we don't necessarily have access to, to tape or all that stuff to, to see how they were used. But uh, the, the, the question for the coaching staff is, are, are they sliding these guys in to fill the Dallas Goddard role or are they um, uh, adapting to the personnel they have to uh, adjust the offense so so they can run plays to their strengths i think that part of the 2017 team uh which i thought was really uh, uh special and one of the special moments of that run was doug would talk about how nick Foles was not uh was obviously not carson wentz and they need to uh re redesign their play calling to fit the skills of of their quarterback uh, and they're not expecting Nick Foles to uh, do what Carson uh, does. And uh, and that year, Carson was an MVP candidate. So I, I think that the the offense needs to uh, adapt to the the tight ends that, that they have in the meantime. Uh, hopefully it is a four-week thing. And, and the, the plus side of that is you've already won one of the games without uh, Dallas Goddard. I think... It would be a success if they split uh, the next two, um, 
obviously hoping for two wins, but uh, the the Titans are, are a tough opponent. And uh, with these two home games in a row, you, you really need to uh, take advantage of that because the, the gauntlet of at the Giants, at the Bears, at, at Dallas on Christmas Eve is coming. And and that's the going to be the toughest stretch of the season. So um, uh, Dallas Goddard's absence was, was certainly felt. Uh, he's arguably the, one of the most important. I mean, he's definitely one of the most important, but he's arguably the most important piece of, of the offense with w- what he brings to as a, as a blocker, as a runner uh, options for uh, Jalen, how defenses have to cover him and the receivers all that stuff so um yeah even the screen game yeah so he he brings a lot and and they're they really missed him uh against indy and you know that that's going to be something to to monitor uh uh, moving forward and now the the packers coming into the season were uh, a top defense um i i haven't seen I mean, they haven't been doing good. That that's that's for sure. Uh, uh, the season, but um, they're they still have um, Jair Alexander's very good corner. Probably going to be on AJ Brown. Uh, they have pieces up front that are uh, very good, and um, and and the Eagles are are trending down right now. Um, you you look at the 2017 uh, results and every game they were winning by more than a score. Mo- most games more more than a score. Uh, they opened the season 30-17 win. Um, you know they they had the close game against the Gi- Giants, 62 yard field goal. They they won. They beat the Chargers by two, but then 34 to seven, 28 23, 34 24, 33 10, 51 23, 37 to nine, 31 to three. Like they were blowing teams out week after week after week. And uh, there's more than one way to win a Super Bowl for sure, but that that's a that's a major uh, difference in this team It's three weeks in a row. They, they squeak one out. I mean, the, the final, the Texans game wasn't really a tale of, of the, of the game. They ran away with it late. They lose and then they, they win by one. So this game is a big game to get back on track. Um, and uh, yeah, let, let's, let's get into previewing the, the green Bay Packers because yeah, they, um, obviously have Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers is uh you know a Hall of Fame quarterback a very good quarterback even uh, as he's older and um definitely can and any given Sunday the Eagles like he that he can have a stellar enough performance that will carry this team um their receivers Alan Lazard uh and Christian Watson have uh, our our solid guys um have yeah, Randall Cobb Watson especially I think that's he's a rookie I forget yeah and the North the Dakota past... State is he North Dakota State no he's yeah. Miss, Minnesota I think North Dakota State I'm looking this up. um in the past two weeks he has five touchdowns scored three of their three of those against the Cowboys so uh appreciate that um 
Last week he had two against the Titans. So he's kind of been like their new or Rogers' new yeah, favorite. North State. Uh, end zone target. He's very tall, very lanky. Same with Lazard. Um, Romeo Dobbs, another rookie. He's doubtful, I believe. He's coming off an injury. Yeah, he's missed the last couple games. So he'll probably be inactive. Randall Cobb, he's kind of their slot guy. Obviously, Rodgers and him go way back. Uh, Robert Tunyon, he's kind of, you know, your standard tight end. Like, he's he's coming off a serious injury. So right now, especially, he's nothing, nothing special athletically. He's just sure hands, but he's not – He's not really a downfield guy. Um, Bakhtiari is back, which is very key for them. He's he's kind of been uh, marred by injuries, and overall, it's like a. I, I think um, at a certain point this year, the offensive line was one of weakness, but I think they've kind of steadied out a little bit. So I'd say they're probably like uh, middle of the road, but. Um, yeah, I don't know how much you've watched Rodgers this year. Like he's he's just looked bad. Like he hasn't passed the eye test. Um, he does have a thumb injury. We should mention. I, I believe this week it was reported that like he has a broken thumb. Uh, yeah, now. his his quote was, "I don't want to make excuses, but for my thumb, but I can't grip a football, or like my th- I can't grip a football." It's like he's not making excuses, but. He's making excuses. I mean, he's he's playing, so he's well enough to play. Yeah. I, last um, – so they played on Thursday night last week, and, like, there were balls that were just, like, so wobbly. Like, it was not a non-factor. So I do think the the thumb injury is coming across, like, very plainly over the course of a game. Um, but he's also had that for a while, so I'm sure he's adapting to it as best he can. But so like he has been bad this year. There's no way other there's no other way to put it. Um however, I'm right there with you with like he's a guy who can just flip the switch and be like, Oh yeah, that's Aaron Rodgers. Like he just came out and he he like hung it on the Eagles, so I don't feel like uh, this is a and it's a game, game to get up measure. for the the best team in the conference for sure. Sunday night Prime time in Philly on the road, uh, and I do think the team and obviously he's a quarterback, so he's kind of the leader here. I do think they are building up like an us against everyone else right now. Like everybody else has this written off. Um, they're what four and seven right now. They're they're in third place in their own division. I believe the Lions are ahead of them. So this there is like some angst here that I think could be like unleashed. Um, and even like I was watching, uh, I rarely get the morning after like sports coverage, but since we were traveling and the cable comes with the hotel, I was watching it and like the national coverage is like, this team is like dead and gone. like. Right them off four and seven. So, are they four and seven or is it four seven and one? I don't think they they tied, but let me see. All right, yeah, they're four and seven at the moment. Yep. Uh, and that, I mean, that that looks like a bad record, but um, they're third third in their division right now. Uh, I should mention uh, Aaron Jones. 
obviously a very talented running back. He can he can run it. He can catch it. Uh, his backup AJ Dillon. He's he's very large. Um, it's not so much of like a. I, I guess it is a bit of lightning and thunder. It's just that th- there's not much thunder because he's he's not there. He's not much of a complimentary back. He's more of like a short yardage and occasional breather guy. He's like the opposite of what a third down back is. Typically, those are like the the scatter backs, and he is like a fullback. But there's some talent there. It's just it took a while for Rodgers to like build trust with his receiving group. Um, and we're starting to see that catch on with Lazard, who's been hurt a little bit. Christian Watson, who like through the first eight weeks might have had like four catches. Yeah, and he had that really bad drop in week one against yeah. Minnesota, uh, which uh, and and Rogers has had those quotes post game of uh, people don't know what they're doing, this and that. Right, but, he's, been, uh, he's being very honest uh, publicly about yeah. the team's woes. But I think that he and the, and the Packers have potential for adopting, like, you know, we struggled a lot, but we're, we're now putting it together and, 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 you know, playing well. And I think the, the run game, the Packers are a team that has, that can run the ball. They've had to rely on running the ball with the young receivers and Rogers, not trusting them and Rogers, thumb injury and playing bad uh and and they have two good backs so you know the as as long as the linval the the new signings joseph and and sue can can uh keep continue their their play um up the middle then then you know your rangy linebackers are 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 able to kind of help with with the run defense but i think uh this this will be another big test for for the run D and uh depending how they fare you know you're going up against the the best running back uh the following week in Derrick Henry so that's going to be that's going to be the the tough run matchup um you know followed up by Saquon Barkley uh so it's not going to get any easier moving forward uh, that, that, that's the, the, the matchup that I'm really, um, looking at. Um, I I think that if they can play, uh, the way that they did last week, uh, outside of the first few drives, um, I, I think they'll, they'll have success because the Eagles have an elite, uh, group of corners, um, you know, Josiah Scott had a good game last week, uh, uh, playing for Avante Maddox, who I think this would be his third game he's missing. Yeah. Um, upcoming. So, you know, he's, he's close to coming back. Um, they're, they have, okay, you know, their, their receivers have, uh, upside and, uh, but, but nothing that, that our our secondary shouldn't be able to handle. So I I think the the big matchup is the Eagles D versus the the Packers uh, run uh, rushing attack. Yeah, I um I think that adds up. I do think um like I know it's one week, but I even saw like saw, like I was just looking up uh, it's like Linval really impressed. 
and like to a certain extent um, was like playing better than Jordan Davis. And that's, that's encouraging to see it because it, it is, it does show you that like Jordan Davis obviously is immensely talented and uh, to say he's physically gifted would be an, an understatement, but Davis is in his 13th year. Like he is a true nose tackle. He knows how to like clog up the middle and he's a veteran. So like, there's just more that he knows and like he's more savvy and he can kind of get to those plays that maybe Davis couldn't not in an athletic way, but like in a, he can read what the play is or he knows where certain guy may be going before Davis. So I'm encouraged by that. Uh, and of course, fresh legs. So, but part of me is still like mm, Aaron Rodgers is going to torch them. And like, historically, this is the quarterback that like, I still can't like wrestle out of like the Gannon 2021 defense and like what he allows above average quarterbacks to do. And I know they have Bradbury and they didn't, they didn't have him last year. And, you know, just to a certain extent, they are quite different. But I, I feel like I could just be transported to Sunday night and be like, hey, this is 2021 defense. So it's definitely kind of, nerve wracking. Like, this is the best quarterback they've faced all year. Because Dak, Dak was out against the Cowboys. Yeah, like there, I, I, I feel like he can do more than what Heineke did. And Heineke gave him so much trouble, even though it didn't really translate to the stat line. There was just like, on a key third down, he was just finding a guy, making a really nice throw. Like I, Aaron Rodgers can do that. We know that he's the guy who that's that's how he made his career. So I feel like I'm not going to be quite relieved until they get like too big of a um, lead or until like I hear the final whistle. So I'm not even sure if he's earned that benefit this season, but. You know it's in there. You know it's possible. Yeah, I'm kind of bracing for it. Yeah, well, the other side of that is the offense against this defense. And, uh, you know, the the offensive line had a a couple penalties uh, last week, but uh, have, have not really been the dominating force that they were earlier in the season. Um, you, you look at their up front, um, yeah, I know Jaron Reed, Kenny Clark, Preston Smith. Those are kind of the the names that stand out to me. Yeah, uh, Kenny Kenny Clark of stealing the Pro Bowl nod of Hargrave right. known fame. Um, and then the 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 secondary of Jair Alexander, Rasul Douglas, former Eagle, on the other side there, Darnell Savage, uh, solid safety. They got Rudy Ford, backup safety former eagle he, yeah he's uh i've heard his name quite a few times on national broadcasts the past few weeks uh he's he's made a few good plays for them uh especially in that cowboys game yeah um and back up uh defensive lineman Devonte wyatt former teammate of jordan davis at georgia right. um so you know that that that's a solid uh, uh group um yeah, and they, they will be uh, missing two uh, otherwise starters for them. Um, and that is 
defensive lineman Rashawn Gary. He's kind of like their best pass rusher. He's on IR right now. Uh, week 10, he got put on it. He's a guy that's like going to be racking up the sacks for the team when he's healthy. And also cornerback Eric Stokes. Um, he was a rookie. He was a first round pick in 2021. Um, so they are missing two key contributors on defense, which will thin them out a little bit, but um, they got solid depth there. So it's not like they're glaring holes, but they are pretty big pieces to be without. And uh, as, as far as the Packers uh, against the run, they, they're bottom of the league in yards per game, first downs per game, yeah, yards per attempt, um, all, all those things. So uh, the, if the Eagles can establish the run, I think that, that the offense should be uh, in a good spot to, to throw, um, you know, as the, uh, that's how offenses work and all that. Uh, so, you know, I, I think the Packers defense is, uh, ha, has some pieces, nothing uh, overpowering. Um, again, I think the biggest matchup is, is the Packers run game against the Eagles defense. Uh, Eagles are home uh, seven point favorites uh, with uh, over under set at 46 and a half. Implied score of Eagles 27, Packers 20. I think that, uh, you know, that's that's probably a, a reasonable a reasonable bet. It's a, it's, a, it's a tough bet. I think it it has uh, room to be a tough game. Uh, I think, you know, by the end of the first quarter, we'll kind of know what, what team showed up uh, on, on which side. Hopefully, you know, it's Rodgers of the last few weeks. And... Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I feel like it's a it it should be and we we should be more confident going into this game. But given the last couple of weeks, I I'm sort of in uh, I I don't really know what to think of this team uh, quite yet. So you know, if it's a dominating performance, I, I think you're you're going to feel a lot better. You're gonna you're gonna think that they're back on track. If it's a really tight game that goes either way. I think you're, you're going to still have concerns, um, especially if, if the, the flaws of these last few games uh, show up again. Uh, and if, if they get, you know, gashed all day and, and they lose by a decent amount, I think you're, you're rethinking, you're rethinking their, their status in, in the NFC. So a lot riding on this game for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to get into predictions? Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> All right. Uh, going along with my Rodgers theme, um, I have Aaron Rodgers gets a free snap that results in an explosive play. That's kind of uh, his go-to move. And even last week against the Titans, when he got a free play, he scored a touchdown on it. So I'm sure it's something the defense and the coaching staff have been harping on as far as like no extra guys, no late rotations. I wouldn't be surprised if Sirianni is like Gideon calls a timeout in fear of something like that coming up. Uh, but Rogers always seems to get like one or two over the course of a game. So yeah, I think he, uh, he capitalizes on one of them. Yeah. 
Um, I, I think uh, Miles Sanders will be utilized uh, for reals uh, this game. I think last game he was like, there were a lot of plays to Boston Scott. There were, there were plays uh, when the yardage was short and Boston Scott was in there and they obviously like weren't going to give it to him or shouldn't have given it to him. Uh, so a lot of weird uh, play calls there. Um, so let's give Miles uh, 15 carries, uh, 78 yards and a touchdown. Solid day for Miles. Feel like he hasn't had one in a while. Yeah, I could certainly see that being in store for him. Um, going back to Aaron Rodgers here again, uh, I think he sets his season high in passing yards and surpasses 300 uh, yards on the day and has two passing touchdowns. Um, if you look at his like season game by game, it's not too impressive. So like you don't really need to have that crazy of a game to do it. But I think uh, parts of this will be him trying to catch up with the Eagles and some of it Gannon being willing to concede and just kind of play soft coverage as he is known to occasionally do. Very negative uh, Eagles predictions out of you for this game. <laughs> you I mean, you don't not... have a good feeling at all. No, I, I just I don't see the Eagles defense being stingy. Yeah. Um I'm going to call a Chauncey Gardner-Johnson interception. Uh, didn't have one uh, last week. Uh, I think he, he, I don't know that he had a bad game last week, but he, he was not a factor at all. Um, so let, let's give him a, the, and, and let's say it's the, the sole turnover of the game. Okay. Yeah, I think that'll put him at seven, right? Yep. Yeah, that'd be, uh, that would certainly be nice. Uh, my third and final one here, it's, it's a bit optimistic. Uh, give me Grant Calcaterra scores his first touchdown. Wow. You know, the tight end room was uh, pretty uh, pretty unremarkable last week, but they know that they're going to need to have somebody make a play there. So give me Grant. Um, my final prediction which I will hint uh, and explain more at my final score prediction uh, will be Nick Sirianni will uh, will take a gamble that will uh, decide the game. Okay. So I guess we'll hear part two and we'll hear the part two score. and the final score. All right. Uh, my player of the game, give me Miles Sanders. I like your prediction. I would push it to something a bit more, uh, a bit more optimistic. I, I think uh, the numbers that you mentioned uh, a little bit earlier, this is a team that they can run run on. And I think uh, I could see them getting out to an early lead and kind of just leaning on that run game. And um, especially at home, they got the crowd at their back. And I think, you know, I could see them milking the clock and kind of just uh, marching down the field a little bit. Uh, my player of the game, I'm going to have Jalen Hurts. Uh, boring prediction, but I, I feel like the last couple weeks with how 
much uncertainty and 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 not great play uh he's been even keel uh which feels like uh a new a breath of fresh air and and for 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 the eagles especially with you know carson ptsd still uh floating around there um you know never too high or too low i think uh it'll be a really tight game we'll see Jalen be the leader that he is um and and win or lose i think that he will he will be a, a calming presence a franchise quarterback type uh leader uh in this game and uh will put them in a position to to win for sure um and and you know if they go down late this and that i i think that he will um you know he proved last week that that he can take them down the field uh to to win a game uh and i think that you know that was another notch in the franchise quarterback belt uh needs to uh you know, pro, pro, has proven himself franchise quarterback worthy. Uh, we'll need to accumulate those notches multiple times over the years. But uh, I think, you know, I, last last week I had a lot of confidence in him. Um, at the end of the game, you know, I, I, I felt myself against Washington, like feeling like, oh, hell, if he gets a legitimate shot, like he'll, he'll win them the game. Like it, it's, it's a relief to have the ball in his hands. Um, so I'm going to give him the play of the game. Uh, I'll say throws for 270 yards, uh, one touchdown, um, decent amount of rushing yards. I think he's going to, really uh be a, a big factor on sunday nice uh he that he reminded me against the packers that was uh the game where he came in for the yeah, first time yeah, like as Carson a true quarterback so there's, there's a little uh, backstory there yeah Alrighty. um so final score prediction the eagles are seven point home favorites I have them winning 26-23, uh, so not covering. I think it's close. I think it's competitive. I think it's a really good game, uh, very stressful, unfortunately. I think this is a game that um, will be going into the fourth quarter. It will be decided, um, certainly on one of the last few possessions. Um, the, uh, we, we didn't mention it earlier, but the past two weeks, uh, the Eagles have six turnovers, which is very unlike the Eagles. The first, uh, what would that be? First nine weeks of the season. So over the past two, they've given up six and total they are minus three. So they are in the negative. Um, that is something that they'll have to be very careful with. Um, you don't have to be a genius to know that if you're in the negative, you're, you're just giving away possessions and most likely some pretty solid field position, easy points. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a close one for sure. Uh, but the Eagles, the Eagles got their tenth win on Sunday Night Football. All right, and I got the Eagles winning thirty-two 
to 28. Um, I and the 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 Sirianni decision would be to to go for two, and they will be successful um, in a in a two point conversion. Obviously, that would put them up uh, four, um, which would require the Packers to score a touchdown on a on a late game drive rather than a field goal. Nice. Well, so we both got them winning. Neither of us has them uh, covering, which feels like that's squarely with where they've left us right now. And so far, the Vikings game is the only game that screwed me in predictions. Right. We are even against the spread, and you are a game up on me straight up. I know. It's been a tough, tough year to predict against the spread because those lines have been so big. And I will say for my my guys, Quez Watkins bounced back performance, had a big catch, did not fumble. <laughs> uh, or that was a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, the touchdown. And uh, Melton Williams, I think, uh, stuffed the run on on a third down, something like that. Either yeah. way, uh, the broadcast is saying Milton Williams uh, said no or something like that. So he got a a call. Uh, <laughs> so there we go with, with the my guys. Um, Saints are at the 49ers. Very conflicting uh, for Eagles seating and all that uh but i think we have to cheer for the niners get that get that saints pick as as high as as possible yeah saints are heavy underdogs so this feels like a good game uh right now the pick is at 10 so i don't know where where it'll end up if they do in fact lose but let's let's root for that as low as it can go all right well, uh, everyone, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We're grateful for all of our listeners, if we don't say it enough. Uh, I'm grateful for you, Mike, for this podcast, oh, for the you. Philadelphia Eagles. Right back at you. And, Everybody uh, listening. Yeah. Well, uh, happy Thanksgiving. We'll be back post-Sunday Night Football uh, at some point. Um, uh, so... Uh, Go Birds. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening.